a woman who will obey your every command. But you'd rather have a woman who had an opinion? Only dogs are to obey. If you truly love your wife, you will value her opinion. Hippopotamus shit! You're the heir to the throne of Zamunda. Your wife need only have a pretty face, a firm backside, and big breasts like cassava melon. share your bed and your fortune with a beautiful fool. That is the way it has always been with men of power. It is tradition. It is also tradition that times must and always do change, my friend. Hey, slip, slide, trying to provide for me. For me. For me. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome y'all to Illegal Intellect. I'm your host Q, and let's get this thing going, man. I mean, it's been about a long time. I, for those that don't know, I've been saying I wanted to start a podcast for so long. Like, I really got into podcasting, like listening to them, probably about like 2016, 2017. You know, uh, I was still in school, and first podcast I was ever like tuned into like constantly with roommates podcast and I had a beautiful opportunity to meet them two two young brothers doing their thing now platform has grown to tremendous heights and I even had my first podcast opportunity on their podcast and I didn't even know I was going to be on their podcast and then from there I just kept feeding myself all these podcasts from like Joe Rogan Brilliant Idiots and so forth and so on and I just got to thinking like man like It'd be dope to have my own podcast and instead of just being like, oh, man, I would have said like that. Or I wish they would have said that, like just take the time to click, create my own platform, you know, from the ground up and just see what I can do. And, you know, one of my big reasons for starting a podcast is just trying to make sure like I do my part in this world and try to not be a gatekeeper of any information that has helped me along my journey and helped me reach the success and the heights that I've reached. I just want to be able to be an olive branch anybody that's in need and and you know um give even people like uh, a platform for themselves to to share their ideas with me express themselves with me and just have a good time because i feel like the clip that i played early in the podcast you know like a lot of people have a set way of how we should be doing things a set way of how we need to to grow up and live our life all these things that we're supposed to accomplish like we're supposed to stick to these traditions and it just seems like the older I got, like these traditions just seem to not work. They just don't work. It is crazy to think about how many traditions we actually actually have that over time just end up causing people like like more grief or more regret or just thinking like they didn't live their life to the fullest. And they find themselves chasing after the people that dream where we become these people that worship these celebrities these people that worship these music icons, you know, these scientific geniuses, so to speak. And the the thing that I see about these people is that, you know, they they went against tradition. They they follow their dreams, they follow what's in their heart, and that's what pushed them up to higher heights. Like they unlocked something inside their brain that told them like 
They don't really have to be like everybody else. They can be happy and find success in being themselves. And those are the people that we champion the most. And I want my podcast going forward to be a place to where you can feel like you a champion, where you can feel like when you tune in and you listen, like somebody believes in you. Somebody believes that all the things that you keep telling yourself that you can't do, that you can do. And I'm just somebody sitting here just saying, I, I was once just like a bunch of people. I, I was doing the, the typical things, you know, like everybody is just expecting me to live this way. And I, I kind of did it this way. And it, it wasn't really till I had the moment of like when I wanted to go to college and go far away from home. I knew I'm making that decision. Like one of the reasons I was going away to school was I wanted to go be away from everything that I know, everything that makes me comfortable so that I could see what I'm made of, so that I could see what I'm able to accomplish, so that I could really understand myself. And it's in that thinking that, you know, it's, it's caused me to some somewhat just be like, you know, a difference maker in the eyes of people. If I If I would like to say so myself to where it's like, nothing about the route that I took once I left home was traditional. You know, I was just like everybody else thinking, I'm going to go away to school, graduate in four years, I'm going to get this high-paying job at one of the fan companies, and I'll be on my way. I'm making them be married at this certain age and had these kids at this age and all this other stuff. And, you know, life showed me like that. That wasn't for me. And there was plenty of times where along my journey where I could have gave up. Excuse me, I almost burped. But I, I decided... Let me let me stick this through. Let me see what life has to offer. And, you know, through that, I, I was able to meet a bunch of people. And one of the biggest thing I think my podcast will do is, you know, to bridge the gap between dreams and reality, help equip communities with information that provides options, create an atmosphere that causes people to uncontrollably have honest conversations with one another and build social capital. And I feel like all day long we keep hearing about, you know, finance this, finance that. And it's just ironic because, you know, I have a finance degree, which even to that point is like not that many people in college are getting finance degrees. But everybody's out here saying they're going to make this big money and this is what they're going to do with their money. And a lot of people still don't know how money works. And, you know, we blame other entities for why that is when it's like it's, it's on us to understand how this works. It's on us to understand, like where we want our lives to be. Like, it's, it's not everybody else's fault. Like, we believe it to be. And I just feel like through meeting a bunch of people, you know, I was I was able to get access to so many, so much information, so much resource, and to even think, you know, we need to start cultivating our minds to think, like, you know, people are resources. People are resources. They have resources that can help us you accomplish a lot of things that can help us obtain a lot of things that can save us some heartache for a lot of things and I feel like it's so many things that I went through that I that I will share as this podcast grows is that I don't want another human being to go through what I went through I don't there should be no reason why if I already went through that a bunch of people have to keep going through it and a big part of that is because we're not out here telling everybody the truth we're not letting everybody know how it really how it really is you know, we kind of just like, you won't be the first, you won't be the last. But it's time for everybody to wake up. And if you've already been the first one or if you've been the last one, like, 
you know, create some new first, create some new traditions. And that's why I have to play that clip from coming to America for those who don't know where that's from. You know, I just feel like it's, it's time to realize that there's so many routes that lead, you know, to the same destination. And we're we not going to all take the same route. We're not going to all be in the same car, the same bus. We're not going to all grow up in the same neighborhoods. We're not going to all grow up, you know, just just doing everything the same. Like, it's we all different for a reason. And we need to really, like, you know, cherish our differences more than we kind of argue about them and, you know, go back and forth with everybody about them. We need to realize is that our differences is what makes us powerful. Our differences is what can help the next person that doesn't have what we have. Even the same arguments that's going around when it comes, you know, dating and so forth and so on. It's just like, man, we just need to knock it off and realize it's time to come together. It's really time to come together. Even in this 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 era that we're living in now where we've seen, you know, COVID came through and it changed everything. I don't even really want to talk about sickness right now. I just want to say that COVID got rid of so many traditions in my mind to where it was like I used to think like, the people that have certain types of jobs and they obtain these salaries and whatnot or people that obtain like, you know, like a certain house, a certain car and all this stuff, like they made it, they survived, like they got it good. You know, nothing's, nothing's going to really knock them down or even thinking like, you know, like oh, you got to go to school if you want to get somewhere and elevate yourself in life. You know, and COVID just showed me like that's just not the case. COVID produced probably like so many millionaires and these people was working from home. COVID started so many new businesses and people didn't have these business degrees. Like the biggest thing that COVID had gave people that, you know, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not talking about the sickness, but I'm saying COVID gave people their time back. COVID gave people a look inside to say like, now that I have all this time, like, what am I going to do with it? What am I going to make my life now that I have my time back now that I, I haven't sold it or something else doesn't own it? Like, what am I going to do now that I got it back? You know, I was I was sitting in the pandemic working at Wells Fargo at the time, just thinking like, wow, it's crazy. Like, like things is still happening in one of the craziest times in world history, let alone American history. Like. Like, people got to spend more time with their families, which, you know, they used to sell all that time to their job, you know. And, you know, growing up, a job used to be this thing where it's like your, your parents tell you, like, you know, I'm working hard. I'm doing all this for you. I'm doing this so you could be better. And it's like you start thinking, like, are we really better having less time with our parents? Like, are we really better just getting shipped off to middle school, high school, spending all this time here? Well, everybody's at work and we just do homework and then just hurrying up and going away to college because, you know, once you turn 18, you're on your own, you're at your house, you got to figure it out. Like, is that really the best route for everybody? You know, like to think like college was online for all the courses for the most part in COVID to where it was like you used to think like like you had to go to school. You actually had to go to a university to get the college level education. And people sitting here getting the same education from the comfort of their homes. Even to think you you thought like, man, tuition can only go up. It can college is never gonna get any cheaper. 
and you've seen for the first time colleges were sitting over here giving people refunds on facilities and things that's not getting used, cutting the cost so they can still get students to participate in the quote-unquote American dream of chasing a degree. It's something that I could have never seen happening. And that's just the way that I chose to kind of look at COVID just from that perspective of thinking like, like, man, so many people is doing things that they actually want to do with their life. So many people actually get to kind of make more decisions than they actually ever would have if things would have stayed the same. To think like even even COVID led to people figuring out like, like, man, I might have lost my job, but what job do I really want now? Like, what career do I really want now? You know, even to think for the first time in history, the government was giving out free money. And obviously, I know it's not free. Obviously, like inflation is a very real thing. But I'm still saying in my life, I just couldn't believe as a black man in this country, like I just received two checks that I really didn't do nothing for. Like I just woke up and it was a direct deposit in my bank account to even think like my insurance company was giving me a discount on my insurance before I renegotiated as some time went on to get a lower premium. Praise God. But anyway, I'm just like, I just, all this money that was just coming back to where I was thinking like, like this would never happen to see like what people actually would do to keep customers, to see what people would do to keep people in their homes. Like, you know, rent got deferred. Like some of these things that was happening made me see like, like life really can be what you make it. And it's time to just to band together, to commit to yourself. And, and really take your life in your own hands. It's time to get rid of all the excuses. Like, I'm, I'm sitting here telling you, man, I'm a, I'm a regular guy just like everybody else. But believe me, my life is far from regular. And your life is far from regular. It's so many times where it's been things where people have been like, man, how you going to do that? You can't do that. You can't do this. Like, why you want to live in Alabama? Why would you want to do something like that? Like, just people just putting their own projections of, like, what they're afraid of. And I'm just sitting here simply here to tell y'all, man, it's nothing to be afraid of. You don't have to be afraid anymore. Like every day you wake up from this point going forward, you should realize it's another day to do better than you did yesterday. Literally another day to do better than you did yesterday. To where you know, like, this is the day that your life might change if you go a little harder. This is the day that your life might change if, like, you fully commit. If you fully commit to yourself. Everybody is sitting up here growing up with this thing of saying they need a New Year's resolution. I'm here to tell you every day you should be coming up with a resolution for something. You should be you should be figuring out something. You should be accomplishing more. And I'm saying it needs to be something that you really want to accomplish. Not something that society put on you. Not something that your parents put on you. Not something, you know, that your job just puts on you. Like, what do you really want to do? Like, take the time to sit back and just start thinking, like, what do you want to do, you know? And one of the things that I end up accomplishing this year so far was I said in 2020, I wanted to read three books. I wasn't a big reader. I'm not going to lie. Not a big reader, you know, and I almost feel bad saying that because I used I used to feel so good knowing like like how much I was able to actually do in life, like without reading a book and thinking I don't really need books. Like though, like other people need books. I don't need no books, but I'm here to tell y'all I've read three books so far and they've changed 
the way I've looked at a lot of things. The first book that I read was The Simple Path to Wealth, which, you know, my friend, Katie Walker, you know, I have to have him on the podcast at a later time, man, because I'm telling you, man, that, that guy's a big inspiration to why I am where I am today and, like, even while I'm having this moment right now and just getting my podcast going, I'm just, you know, I'm not worried about being perfect. I'm not worried about the perfect production right now. I'm just, I'm just starting. That's half of it, but I'm just starting. But he got me this book called The Simple Path to Wealth, and, you know, it woke my finance game up, changed my finance game. It put me onto some stuff that I'm like, wow, like, it, like man, if I, if I commit to this, like, bruh, being a millionaire is, is, is not, it's not hard to fathom. It's not rocket science. It's not far away. It's obtainable. It's obtainable without me doing something crazy, astronomical, like being a rapper or a ball player, you know? Just working a regular job, I can become a millionaire. Crazy. Woke my finance game up. Another book I read this year, you know, was The Five Love Languages for Men. You know, you know, I found myself figuring out, man, I, I don't have it all together. I'm not the ladies' man that I thought I was, you know. I need to learn how to communicate better. That's that's the way to having better relationships, romantic or pl platonic, you know. But then this, this book that I read, that I'm, I'm probably going to spend the rest of this, this time talking about, you know, the, the way this book came across me is just, is just only God. That's, that's really what I could say. You know, I was on Instagram one day, you know, like most people, <laughs> you know, I'm on Instagram. I'm, I'm, I'm watching some IG stories and I come across my friend's story on Instagram. And, you know, I, I, I seen over the, you know, the past couple of two weeks, I've been watching her story. You know, she'd been saying like a lot of these motivational quotes and I just kind of felt like she seemed a little down, you know, like, like she just wasn't as happy as she could be. And, you know, I just wanted to take the time to let her know, you know, like, you know, I appreciate her example. You know, I just let her know, like she had my utmost respect, man. I respect her so much in the thing that she's the things that she's doing, the way that she's carrying herself, you know, and I was letting her know, you know, the blessings going to come. They going to come near on the way. You know, and she ended up, you know, responding back to me saying, like, thank you. You know, it means a lot that you said this to me. And, you know, you know, I got some I got some news. I got some news. I'm going to share with you next week once I get some things together. So I'm thinking, like, man, I, I wonder what this is. You know, so she ended up hitting me back next week. And she's like, you know, guess what? You know, I'm like, what? She's like, I wrote a book. I'm like, okay, okay, go crazy, go crazy. She like, you know, I, I wrote a book, and at first I was kind of feeling like I didn't want to put it out. I was I was a little bit nervous and afraid, but when you sent me that message, I just felt like that was that was a sign to say, like, it'll, it'll be all right, let me put the book out. You know, and I told her, you know, yeah, go ahead and do that. You know, I'm excited to know, like, a black author, man, a black female author at that end. You know, it's crazy to think like I'm a somebody that's my friend, like wrote, wrote a book, you know, and I'm like, I'm definitely going to promote this thing. I'm going to talk about this thing. I'm, you know, I'm going to share this thing, you know, and I ended up buying the book because she gave me the code like before, like she released it to the to the public. So I ordered my book off Amazon, which, you know, I'm going to give you all the same opportunity to do too. too. I'm going to put the description in the link from Amazon to purchase this book because I feel like it was a good book. And, you know, I got the book. And, you know, as I, I read the book, I was thinking, man, this book deserves way more than the Instagram story post that I'm going to give it. It deserves way more than the Facebook post that I wanted to give it. I felt like I needed to give this book like like the proper 
promotion if I do say so myself. And the name of this book is called Intentional. You know, Journals and Reflections is by Chelsea Corinth. And I'm just read the back for y'all real quick. So intentional serves as a gentle reminder that you are not alone, encouraging encouraging you to begin each day with gratitude, meditation, and affirmations. Intentional is filled with journal entries and reflections to relate and inspire you to remain open in growth and in love on your healing journey. And you know, this book couldn't have came at a better time for me after coming out, you know, the the, the pandemic and moving from California and starting my life back over again. And, you know, I quit my job and really just saying, like, I wanted to take back hold of my life. You know, I wanted to deal with some of the pain that I had suppressed. And this book was the perfect medicine for me. This book was the perfect medicine for me, especially as a man, as a black man, you know, because I, I haven't, you know, come up to where it's just been openly okay to express how I'm feeling. You know, if I'm sad, it's shake that off. You shouldn't be crying. I'll give you a reason to cry. If I'm upset, I don't have a reason to be upset. I don't have a reason to be angry, right? Because cause life's not hard. You know, I don't, I don't have the right to my feelings. And it's like, as I grow up, you know, I'm 27 now. Just I just bottle up so much, even to the point to where, man, there's so many times I was sad in 2020, I couldn't even cry. I couldn't even bring myself to tears because I just was not okay with feeling anything that was going on. I was just thinking like the same way that I navigated through college, just like, look, I don't have time for emotions right now. I got to do everything that I can and get up out this place and I'll feel my emotions later. I just kept putting my emotions like to the side. Being like, it's not time right now. It almost reminded me of like when I was watching The Last Dance with Michael Jordan and everybody was seeing like how he was conducting himself in the interviews after the passing of his father, like how he was conducting himself on the court, like still just going in day in and day out, like willing to, to die to win a championship, like putting it all out on the line, man, just like got to accomplish the goal. And literally like once he had that trophy in his hand, and he just was laying on the ground, dying, dying, crying, I mean, crying. But it seemed like the way he was crying, he was dying like like a big chunk of him was just missing. And, you know, he went on to say, like, man, it was the first time, man, you know, I won this, man. My dad's not here. My dad's not at the game, you know. And he finally just unleashed all his emotion. And it's like, you know, this book let me know, man, I don't want to get to that point. It was a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a part in the book where... You know, Chelsea goes on to describe, you know, like about giving herself a cry day and saying, you know, like it, it was OK to cry. And that, that just had me thinking like, man, like when has somebody like really told me like in my face, like, you know, it's OK to be hurt. Like it's really OK and, and allow me to be hurt. Like when has somebody actually accepted that? Like I have feelings just like women, too. Like things get me down. Things bother me. Things hurt me. Like, I really feel like, man, it was, I was t 27 years old the first time. It was like, wow, like, it's actually okay. Like, I don't have to have it all together. Like, I'm not, I'm not the perfect son, you know, to my mother, my father, my stepmother, my grandparents. I'm not the perfect brother to my siblings. You know, I'm not the perfect Christian 
to the church that I choose to fellowship with, like I'm I'm just flawed like everybody else. And I want it to be okay to be flawed. Like, and I'm not talking about living in my flaws, but just, man, I just want to be able to admit them. I want to be able to admit them without being judged. And what I began to realize is I kept, you know, unraveling how I was treating my emotions. It was like, man, to a degree, a lot of people probably don't know what's going on with me because I'm not saying nothing half the time. So really the person that was judging me the hardest was myself. I was afraid to feel my emotions. I was afraid to be that part of me. I was afraid to let that loose because I thought that that would make people think of me different, think less of me. But I'm here to let you know right now, like if, if you that same guy out there, you that same girl out there, like, man, have these conversations with people. Let people know how they treating you. Let people know they did you wrong. Don't let these cycles continue. I'm talking about breaking traditions. Stop letting people be hurtful people to other people. Stop letting people be disrespectful to you. You know, because it's not just you that they being disrespectful to. Like, that's something that they carry on to somebody else. Even to think, like, a lot of us is out here searching for just love and respect anyway. So it's like, that's what we need to be sharing to people anyway. Because you look out, man, so many people think they alone in this world. So many people think nobody loves them. So many think nobody cares about them. But you got the power to change that. You got the power to let your coworker who you think you don't have to talk to because y'all so different. You got the power to let them know, man, you love them and you care about them. You want them to succeed too. You got the power, man. Even if, you know, your parents didn't love you as best they could, man. Because their parents didn't love them as best as they could have. Like, man, show your parents that love. They want it. They still want it. They still need it. You know, a lot of times we sit up here, we look at our parents like, man, like, like they got to figure it out. They adults, man, they hurt just like us. They need hugs just like us. You know, we sit up here, man, we think like, man, we got to spend all this time in competition with our siblings when it's like, ain't no competition. We need to stick through this together because sometimes it's like your family is, it's kind of all you got for some people. And even like if you somebody like me, man, sometimes when your family can't carry that burden for you because life is happening, your friends become those people for you. I'm here to tell you, man, I, I just love the way me and my friends talk to each other now since we turned like 22, man. I'm trying to tell you, man, and just be able to tell your best friends, man, your brothers, like you love them. Like, it ain't a pause moment. It ain't a no homo. It's like, man, like. It's like, thank y'all, man, for loving me. Thank y'all for caring about me. Thank y'all for keeping me going, man. Thank y'all for holding me up. You know, thank y'all for not giving up on me. Like other people might have, but y'all stood through the test of time. Y'all have those friends in your life. And trust me, man, they need the same thing from you. They need your love. They need your honesty. They need you to help hold them accountable so that they can keep going so that they don't get down. They need you to believe in them. They need you to believe in them so that they can fully be themselves, so that they can express themselves, express themselves so that they can be a beacon, a beacon for us all, a beacon for other people to see, a beacon of hope, a, be a beacon of just be like, look, I am different. I'm not you, you know, but that's okay. You know, we can still do great things together. And, you know, 
I'm like I said, I'm just so happy Chelsea wrote this book because this book unleashed a part of me that I just had. I had tucked away for so long. Like even to think like a lot of a lot of stuff we deem with these, you know, these these power words, trigger words, whatever words you want to call them. And we say like, you know, we dealing with childhood trauma. And it's like, man, it, it's trauma. You know, I'm I'm this there's so much of that human that I was when I was younger that I still am now. There's so many things that I remember like vividly that if they still happen to me in this age now, it would affect me the same way. Even that, even though I, I've learned more, I've grown more. It's like, you know, we, we're all humans just growing up and evolving, you know, and that's that's what we need to stay, man. We need to just keep evolving with love, evolving with unity, evolving with respect. And if we evolve with those three things, you know, I, I know the world can be a better place. And that's 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 simply what I'm just trying to get through today that. You know, I want us to be in a better place. I want the world to get better. I want people to experience heaven on earth. I don't want people just dying to hurry up and get to heaven because earth is so terrible. I want to do everything I can to help people see that life is good. Yes, it has its challenges, but I promise you, like, life is still good. Every day I wake up, that day that I just experienced is gone. It's a new day. It's a new day to find better. It's a new day to reach out to somebody else and help them find better so that they can do the same thing and reach out to somebody else and find better. And the more people that we connect, man, how many differences will we still be living in? Like, when are we going to see, like, it's just not, it's not that different, you know? Everybody's like, oh, my gosh, there's so much racism in Alabama or is racist out there. I couldn't see myself out there. And it's like, man, you know, I haven't had one racist encounter my whole time in Alabama. But all my racial experiences happened when I was in the state of California. <laughs> That's crazy. Like all the crazy instances I've had with police happened in California. You know, and I'm just here to say it's, it's happening everywhere. I'm not saying that it's not happening here, but I'm saying it's no different. It's projects here the same way as projects where you live at. It's people on welfare that you come across probably every day at Walmart and you don't even know it. It's it's so many people that's just like you. I'm not the first. I'm not gonna be the first or the last kid, you know, to just have lived with his mom for the first half of his life and lived with his dad when he had to become a man, you know. But I'll tell you one thing. The, the example that I'm trying to start, if I do have a family, like I don't want that to be the case. I want to start a new tradition. I want to start a new tradition. And my charge going forward for y'all is I want y'all to start new traditions too. And, you know, in, in wrapping this thing up, man, I just want to say, man, as I continue to try to glow this platform, I try to, you know, navigate through the podcast waters and do my thing, man, I just ask that y'all love me, y'all respect me, and everybody just does their best to pour into me to help me reach this goal of trying to reach as many lives as I can, you know. And I also want to say that I'm, I'm open to anybody else's ideas, any topics, anybody that may want to join on with me in this cause of just trying to put better out in the world, you know. And I know a lot of people got a lot of podcasts they listen to and they're like, I don't know if I want another podcast in my rotation, but I'm just here to tell you, man, I'm. 
I'm nothing like anybody else that you've experienced. I promise, you know, even in knowing that, you know, that one of my biggest differences kind of is just like being left handed my whole life. It's just made me a very unorthodox human being. I've had to think and look at things a whole lot different than a lot of people, a lot of people. There's a lot of things that have happened to me that I've looked at and I've seen differently. And I just want to go in and share these things with people so that they can understand, like, it's okay to be different. It's okay to see things different. It's okay to look at things differently. But, you know, we can use our differences to come together and produce better results. And, you know, y'all just hit me up on Twitter at, you know, illegal underscore Q. Also, for those of you, you know, y'all want to email me some things, you know, illegal.intellect at gmail.com and let's just do everything that we possibly can to make this world a better piece man and for those listening thank y'all for tuning in man matter of fact round of applause for y'all and then y'all stay tuned for the next episode of illegal intellect yeah